0: part 3 chapter 9 of the luggage of life this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by larry wilson the luggage of life by frank w borum part 3 chapter 9 hat pins and button hooks i have been reading a pretty tale of a wee lassie who on bounding in from school claimed that she had learned to punctuate indeed exclaimed her mother and how do you do it elsie well mamma cried the excited little grammarian it's just as easy as can be if you say the thing is so you just put a hat-pin after it but if you are only asking whether it is so or not you put a button-hook on thinking it over we have reached the deliberate conclusion that there is a world of sound philosophy about this little lassie's explanation. All life resolves itself sooner or later into a matter of hatpins and buttonhooks. If we were to hold a kind of mental spring cleaning, turning out all the drawers of memory and cupboards of thought, if we were to sort out all our notions and ideas, our doctrines and our theories, if we were to overhaul our entire intellectual and moral equipment, we should discover with surprise that the great bulk of it all could be sharply divided under these two heads our affirmations and our interrogations the things of which we are positive and the things of which we are doubtful the matters on which we are dogmatic and the matters on which we are dubious the soul has a stock in trade of its own and on its shelves are to be found the goods that it has bought outright and the goods of which it has accepted delivery on probation we carry these two classes of stores, our certainties and our suspicions, these and no others. Our cupboards are crammed, that is to say, with hatpins and with buttonhooks. It is in these two classes of goods that the churches do their main business. The church makes great affirmations and she propounds great interrogations. She declares confidently, We know whom we have believed. We know that all things work together for good. We know, that if our earthly house were destroyed we have a house not made with hands eternal in the heavens she asks great questions too what shall it profit a man how shall we escape if we neglect what shall the end be of those that obey not the gospel surely the pulpit is of all places the natural home a stupendous affirmation and searching interrogation oliver wendell holmes rushes to the memory at once i will agree said number seven to write the history of two worlds this and the next in such a compact way that you cannot commit them both to memory in less time than you can learn the answer to the first question in the catechism he took a blank card from his pocketbook and wrote exclamation point line question mark the two worlds endless doubt and unrest here below wondering admiring adoring certainty above am i not right it was conceded that he was right it comes to this the story of two worlds can be set forth by a single hat-pin and a single button-hook hat-pins and button-hooks are both very good in their way and for their proper purposes we have heard of hat-pins being used with vicious intent at football matches and in street rides just as we have heard men speak with certainty where they would have been wiser to have spoken with caution they were cocksure but time has shown that they were wrong it was an abuse of the hat that was all have your beliefs says the old writer and you have your doubts believe your beliefs and doubt your doubts never doubt your beliefs and never believe your doubts it is a quaint way of saying that the hatpin and the buttonhook must be kept each in its proper place and must be used each for its proper purpose in a significant lecture delivered to students not long before his death dr john watson urged the importance of this very thing there are certain matters he contended on which the preacher can be absolutely positive the facts of revelation of the deity of the son of god of sin of redemption and the power of the holy ghost round these splendid facts he demonstrated there revolved a thousand theories between these things he entreated the students to distinguish clearly the facts he said should be declared in faith with much assurance the theory should be advanced as contributing light with diffidence the button-hook like the hat-pin is a most useful article in its own way it is a good thing to ask questions it was the occupation of the child jesus in the midst of the doctors towards the close of his life dr thomas guthrie wrote a beautiful letter his daughter congratulating her on her first approach to the table of the lord the letter simply overflows with intense affection and fatherly counsel and it contains this pertinent passage i saw an adage yesterday in a medical magazine which is well worth your remembering and acting on it is this wise saying of the great lord bacon's who asks much learns much I remember the day when i did not like by asking to confess my ignorance i have long given up that and now seize on every opportunity of adding to my stock of knowledge now don't forget lord bacon's wise saying there are only two men in the whole wide world who can ask questions effectively there is the man who does not know and wants to learn and there is the man who does know and wants to teach of the former, Alexander the Great is the classical illustration. Among the latter, Socrates stands supreme. We all remember the great passage in Plutarch in which the rise of Alexander is largely attributed to his endless facility for asking sagacious questions. When Frank Buckland, the delightful naturalist, was in his fourth year, his mother wrote of him He is always asking questions. If there is anything he cannot understand, he won't go on till it has been explained to him there is no end to his questions and dr colross in his exquisite monogram of Carey, tells us how the sensible lad in the leather apron attracted the notice of dr scott the commentator by his modest asking of appropriate questions the place of the button-hook is permanent so long as life throbs with mystery the place of the interrogation is assured the baby asks questions as soon as he can prattle why mother? why was those poor blackbirds all baked in a pie and why did the cow jump right over the moon and why did the dish run away with the spoon and why must we wait for our wings till we die why mother? why and death comes at last and finds us still asking the old questions why this is the cry that echoes through the wilderness of earth through song and sorrow, day of death and birth, why? Why? It is the high wail of the child with all his life to face, man's last dumb question as he reaches space, why? The comfort about it all is that the really big things of life are represented by hatpins, and only the things that can afford to wait by buttonhooks dr dale used to illustrate this by a reference to the pillars beside his pulpit it appears to you he would say to the congregation at cars lane that these pillars support the arch above my head they do nothing of the kind if you could stand where i stand you would see that they have been cut through to make room for this rostrum and they actually hang upon the arch which they seem to support in like fashion our faith seems at times to depend upon the theories and evidences concerning which we ask our questions in point of fact it does nothing of the kind if all our theories and evidences were cut through like the pillars our faith would still stand securely like the arch the certainties infinitely outnumber and outweigh our speculations we know the soul plants her feet on a sure refuge of her own professor forsyth rightly argues that to the individual consciousness there can be no stronger witness than its own experience of the love of god of the merits of the saviour's cross and of the efficacy of his risen power these the soul takes into stock not on approbation but for ever and for all she buys these truths and sells them not the christian gospel holds for the believer stupendous and satisfying certainties and amidst these affirmations secure from all interrogations THE HEART LOVES TO BUILD ITS NEST. END OF PART 3 CHAPTER 9 HAT-PINS AND BUTTON-HOOKS